Conference recording started. Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call for this February 10th, 2023. If you ever miss these calls, you can pick them up on an app called SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcasts by putting in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90, or Frank Lomas and Solutions, the digit for anti-aging. If you're listening to this and it's a podcast and you want to catch us live, if you dial into 712-775-8972, and when it prompts for the code, put in 910022. You can join us live. These calls happen at 6.40 Pacific Time, 7.40 Mountain Time, 8.40 Central Time, and 9.40 Eastern Time. Thrilled to have you along with us. For those of you that do not know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon. So I'm in that 6:40 time zone, and <clears throat> I'm thrilled to have you along with us this morning. This um, Terra 90 program, when you're first starting out, is one really good clean lean meal a day, two shakes a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals. Taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal is optimum, but if you're not able to do that, do take them with your meals. Still works, just not quite as effective as it could be otherwise. Drinking plenty of fluid to stay hydrated, and the current thinking is at least one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. So if you weigh 100 pounds, 50 ounces of water is your starting point. If you're exercising heavily or if you're in a humid area, you'll need to increase that offset what you're losing in body moisture. Eating seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day, that, that, those fruits and vegetables, they give you macronutrients, micronutrients, and fiber. Guys should be getting about 45 grams of fiber daily. Ladies, we need 32 grams of fiber daily for good digestive health. Getting seven to nine hours of good quality sleep a night, uh, that your body does a whole bunch of system resets while you're sleeping, stores memories, clears out toxins, um, really sets you up well for the following day because then your brain can function at peak performance and actually um, make good decisions, which is really important. Planning is part of the key here, but so is consistency. You should be exercising 30 minutes a day, five days a week, moderately to heavily. And with that being said, I think I've covered all of the important points of the TR90 program, along with taking those supplements. With that being said, I'm sharing some information today out of a book that's called That Chance, Beating the Odds Against Sugar, Processed Food, Obesity, and Disease. And... Yesterday, I shared with you that the other half of the antidote, so fiber is one part, but the other half is exercise, and today we're diving into what exercise actually does. So if you're not going to lose weight, why go to spin class? Why is exercise so good for you? Diet is about pounds. Exercise is about inches. Diet is about weight. Exercise is about health. Exercise does the one thing that dietary restriction cannot. It builds muscle. 
This is a poorly understood concept because most people, including clinicians, equate BMI with body fat, and BMI does not take into account the difference between muscle and fat, or the difference between subcutaneous and visceral fat. Several studies have examined body composition before and after long-term exercise. What they show is that the percentage of body fat declined. Absolutely true, but it's because the muscle increased. And in the process, metabolic status improved. So, both because visceral fat went down a little and because muscle went up a lot. If you want to improve your insulin sensitivity, an exercise does just that. It makes you build muscle at the expense of visceral and especially liver fat. If you can't see this by, but you can't see this by stepping on the scales, by improving insulin sensitivity and lowering insulin levels, exercise improves leptin signaling, thereby increasing your sympathetic tone, energy expenditure, and quality of life. And these metabolic improvements translate into disease prevention. A study of 38,000 men, American men showed that physical activity was more potent in preventing heart disease than being normal weight. What about the ultimate outcome? Does exercise promote longevity? A recent study out of Taiwan looking at the death rates of over 400,000 subjects suggests that moderate intensity exercise for 15 minutes a day could increase lifespan by as much as three years, even in patients with known heart disease. And they didn't control for diet. If they had, they would have seen an even greater effect of exercise on longevity, given that 15 minutes a day accounts for only 91 waking hours a year, or 273 hours in three years a three-year life extension of 273 hours of exercise performed is a pretty darn good trade. So the biochemistry of exercise, exercise is truly the other half of the antidote. It does not cure obesity, but it goes a long ways towards mitigating all of its negative effects, especially those of metabolic syndrome. Biochemically, exercise does three things. One, exercise directly activates your sympathetic nervous system. The sympathetic nervous system sends a signal to your muscles to make new mitochondria, which means the more energy, glucose or fatty acids, can be burned. The age of mitochondria plays a big role because old mitochondria are inefficient, leaky and make more ROS, or reactive oxygen species, which contribute to insulin resistance. Exercise clears away those old mitochondria and allowing for clean, efficient use of energy by muscles. This improves muscle insulin sensitivity, which is key to improving your general metabolic health. Second, exercise is your internal stress reducer. Grit became a well-adjusted teenager, not just an oxymoron. 
in part because he started to work out. While blood cholesterol levels rise immediately upon exercise, as they are part of the process that keeps your blood sugar and blood pressure up, they come down quickly and stay down the rest of the day. To reduce your blood pressure, you may want to consider exercise, not because your weight will go down, but because exercising will reduce your stress levels and release endorphins, those feel-good chemicals in your brain, to make you feel better throughout the day. This is how runners get their runners high. We want to keep our cortisol levels low to improve our long-term metabolic status. A little pain, a lot of gain. Three, and perhaps the most important, Exercise increases the speed of your liver's Krebs cycle and makes it burn energy cleaner. This determines how much energy will be shuttled out of the mitochondria and converted to liver fat. Four factors have been shown to speed up the liver's Krebs cycle. Cold, altitude, the thyroid hormone. We give extra thyroid hormone to obese women back in the 1960s and it made them crazy, and exercise. Cold and altitude are a potent anti-obesity combination. Take the difference between Switzerland and Germany. Switzerland eats virtually the same diet as does Germany. Fat and carbohydrate together, an obesogenic diet if I ever saw one. Lots of potatoes, lots of bread, lots of cheese, lots of cream sauces, lots of beer. Yum! Their rates of physical activity are also virtually the same. But Switzerland is high, cold, and thin, only 8% obesity, while Germany is low, less cold, and fat, 16% obesity. Same thing in Colorado, if you're so proud of because of the CDC obesity map shows you're the least obese state in the United States. But I know the real reason you've lagged behind the rest of the country, and it isn't your food or your lifestyle. It's your geography. So everyone, if you don't want to exercise, move to Switzerland or Colorado, which I think is rather cute. Cardio or isometric exercise. Assuming you are a mere mortal at sea level and not an Olympian on a mountain, what kind of exercise should you perform to get the health benefits? The standard mantra was that low-intensity, long-interval exercise, otherwise known as cardio, think running, worked your heart and provided all the cardiovascular benefits. There were even those who eschewed resistance or isometric exercise because it temporarily reduced the blood flow to the heart, thus showing it, oh, thus slowing it, and because it increased peripheral muscle did not promote weight loss. But recent prospective studies show that high-intensity interval training, or HIIT, fits of extreme activity interspersed with low levels of exercise, or even strength training, weightlifting, provide equal improvements in waist circumference and blood vessel flow. So don't sweat what kind of exercise, just sweat. 
Of course, you can overdo exercise. Exercise promotes the release of chemicals known as endogenesis opioids or endorphins, which cause the hypothalamus to reduce the release of the pituitary hormones luteinizing hormone, or LH, and the follicle-stimulating hormone, which reduces estrogen production by the ovaries. In women, this leads to the stoppage of menses and long-term reductions in bone mass. Not a good thing, given that women are destined to lose bone mass rapidly upon menopause. When obese patients start to exercise, they may at be at significant risk for injury because of the excess weight they are carrying. The obese need to exercise to improve their overall health, but they need to start out slowly because they are at greater risk for muscle strains and pulls as well as fractures. Studies demonstrate that the fracture rate among the obese is four times higher than the general population. And the biggest problem of all is the beneficial effects of exercise, while excellent for your body and your metabolism, are relatively short-lived and have to be frequent and sustained. Studies demonstrate that levels of PPAR gamma coactive 1-alpha or PGC1A, the protein and muscle cells that turns on all of the good muscle metabolic effects tells the mitochondria to divide, decline within a day of cessation of exercise, and insulin sensitivity returns to baseline within 15 days. So those of you weekend work warriors who think you're doing yourself some good, it may not be as good as you think. If you're going to use exercise as your protection against chronic disease, You'll have to be consistent about it. Fat is better than thin and sick. Fat and fit is better than thin and sick. Exercise is the other half of the antidote. It is your best defense against metabolic dysfunction. Here's another way to look at it. Every molecule of energy that you absorb has one of three fates. You can, one, burn it, in which case your insulin doesn't rise. You won't, and you won't gain weight, and you won't do metabolic damage. Two, you can store it, in which case your insulin goes up, your weight gain, you gain weight, and you do some metabolic change or metabolic damage. Or third, the energy goes out in your urine, in which case you wreak complete metabolic havoc, cause kidney damage, as seen in poorly controlled diabetics, who end up on dialysis, burning energy is always preferable to the other two options. Just don't expect exercise to induce weight loss, unless it is coupled with some sort of dietary intervention as well. So let's think about this, where I mentioned that 40% of normal weight individuals are insulin resistant or have metabolic syndrome. Those who do also have fatty livers. Who do you think is better off? the fat person who exercises, or the thin one who watches nonstop law and order marathons. Recent studies have demonstrated that fitness mitigates all the negative effects of obesity on visceral fat. Health complaints 
and longevity. So does the fat and fit person depend deserve to be discriminated against as long as he or she keeps it up? He or she is likely to live longer than the sick, thin model on the cover of Vogue. Indeed, overweight people with BMIs between 25 and 30 live longer than thin people with BMIs of less than 23. I think I'm going to stop there for today. And I'll see you back here on Monday, and we'll be getting into some of that some of the information on micronutrients. I want to wish you a great day at the top of the hour. If you scoot over to Facebook, One Team Global Live, one of our leaders will be sharing information on how to build a new skin business. This is Susan Mann for February 10th, 2023, signing out. And I wish you a great day, and I welcome any thoughts or comments you may have. Conference unmuted. So there is a, there are some of the reasons why exercise is important, my friends. And if you get a chance, get a get a chance to go outside and exercise in the fresh air. That will, is a definite bonus. If there's no other thoughts or comments, I'm going to take us off the recording and uh, wish you a great day.